So anyway, today is a very special day. It's our birthday. In fact, this morning when I asked the question, uh, whose birthday is it? They all said, Brother Edwards. Because that's also true. Uh, It was his birthday on Friday. So we had a special celebration here this morning with a big cake. But of course, I wasn't thinking of that when I asked the question, whose birthday is it? But because it's the day of Pentecost, it's like the birthday of the church. The church that officially started on the day of Pentecost years ago. And so like millions of Christians around the world, we also want to remember the significance of today. In fact, this afternoon, thousands of Christians will be meeting at a football stadium in East London. To celebrate Pentecost and to pray for the world. But let's just read four verses from Acts chapter 2. Just to remind us how it started. Yes, Acts chapter 2, verse 1. When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind. And it filled the, the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues as a fire appeared to them and arrested, rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So the word Pentecost is used here. And this was a celebration in the Jewish calendar. There were three major annual feasts or holidays. And this was in the middle of them. And it was the Feast of Harvest, remembering the, uh, the harvest that's now come. And it took place seven weeks or 50 days after Passover. So that's why it was called Penti, Pentecost. Penti, of course, is 50. But, but at this time, it also had another meaning. 
And the last thing that Jesus says to his disciples is this. He orders them not to go anywhere, but to wait until the promise of the Father comes. And then he ascends back to heaven. And of course we know that he is now seated at God's right hand. Which was just what he had said to his disciples. He says, now I am going back to the one who has sent me. So the, the disciples return to Jerusalem. And they waited. Now Jesus went up on the Thursday. And I don't think they knew what was going to happen. I remember seeing an old film which was called The Power of the Resurrection. And in this film you see the disciples are sitting there and they're waiting. So Jesus went on the Thursday. So Friday. Saturday. Sunday. Monday. Tuesday. Still nothing has happened. Wednesday. Thursday. A week has gone. And in this film, which is just like a story, you see that some of the disciples were getting a bit restless. They said, why, why are we sat here? Let's get out there. We know that Jesus is alive. We saw with our own eyes. Let's, let's get the message out. And uh, anyway, in this scene in the film, Peter gets up and he speaks. And he says, can I give you an answer? I once thought like you. I thought we could do it. And I am so ashamed, I am so embarrassed that I denied him three times. I said I didn't even know him. And so if the master has told us to wait, then I say we should wait. We don't, we don't have the power to go out there and speak. And so they waited. Uh, how far have we got? Thursday. Now it came Friday. Saturday. 
And that's the day that God descends, decides to send the Holy Spirit. And they had this wonderful opportunity of hearing the gospel, not in some foreign language. But to hear it in their own language. John Stott, in one of his books, says that what happens here is the reverse of Babel, the Tower of Babel. In that time, of course, remember, they all had one language. And with pride, they wanted to get up to heaven towards God. And God scatters people all over the world with all these languages. But here's God bringing blessing on the day of Pentecost. With all these languages and enabling the Spirit to work in these disciples in such a way that they can speak these languages. And John Stott says this one sentence. Earth with pride Try to ascend to heaven. Whereas in Jerusalem, heaven with humility descended to earth. I'll repeat that. Earth with pride tried to ascend to heaven. Whereas in Jerusalem, heaven with humility descended to us. And this is God's answer to all that happened at the Tower of Babel. His Spirit bringing a new unity to humans. So what does all this mean to us? What's the meaning of Pentecost? How does it relate to us? Well, there's three points. First of all, the promise of the Father is here. It's the time of the Holy Spirit. Do you remember what the promise of Jesus was in John chapter 14, verse 16?
հովանես 14-րդ գլուխ 16-րդ համար Եվ ես պիտի աղաչեմ իմ հորը որ մի ուրիշ մխիթարիջ տա ձեզ որպեսի հավիցան ձեզ հետ լինի What do you think is the most important word in this sentence? Ձեր կարծիքով որն է ամենակարևոր բառը այս համարում Jesus says I will ask the Father Հիսուսը ասում է, ես պիտի աղաչեմ իմ հորը, և մի ուրիշ մխիթարիչ տաձեզ, որ մի ուրիշ մխիթարիչ տաձեզ. Եթե մենք իրոք ուզում ենք հասկանալ պենտեկոստի խորուրդը, որն է այստեղ ամենակարևոր բարը, մխիթարիչ խորորդատու, Լինել ձեզ հետ, հավիցան, մի ուրիշ, ով ասեց մի ուրիշ, հայկը։ Եթե մենք իրոք ուզում ենք հասկանալ, թե Հիսուսը ինչ նկատի ունի, The key word is this word another. Banali bara hetavyanne mi urish urish. Now first of all let's just look at the word counselor. Hayrun gervatsa mkhitarich bayts angdernov gervatsa avrishat khortatu. What is the Armenian? It says comforter. Comforter very good. Okay this word has different translations. Ays bara angdernov counselor uni tarber tarkmanutsumner. Hayrunov tarkmavum mkhitarich. Some of them say comforter ոմանք թարգմանում են դա մխիթարիչ, կանպրտեր, նաև կա կանցլր խորդատու։ Հիմնականում նոր թարգմանություներում ադվոկատ կամ պաստաբան բարն է գրվում, ներկայացուցիչ։ Եվ դա մի բարը, որը դատական, դատարանների հետ է կապվացի։ Մեկը, որ կողմից պիտի խոսա։ That's what the word really means. Դայե այդ բարի իսկական իմաստը։ It's someone who's called to come alongside you to help you. Մեկը որ կոկող կնե եւ քեզ օգնում է։ And so some of the translations use the word helper. Եվ որոշ թարգմանություններում օգնական բառն է գործածվում։ So all of these translations could be used. Եվ այդ բոլոր տարբեր թարգմանությունները ուժ ունեն։ But I think if we wanted to use Perhaps the easiest translation. Perhaps it's the word companion. Someone is going to be with you. Կողակից մի գուցե։ Like a friend, I suppose. Բարեկամի նման, ընկերոջ նման։ Because what was Jesus doing when he was here? Կանի որ Հիսուսը ինչով էր զբաղված, երբ երկրում էր։ These disciples had this incredible privilege of being with Jesus. Աշակերները ունեին շատ մեծ պատիվ լինելով Հիսուսի հետ։ And wherever he went, they went. Որտեղ որ Հիսուսն իր հետ էին միասին and in that sense he was like a companion he was a friend to them եւ ինքը այդ դեպքում ինքը բարեկամ էր ընկերեր նրանց համար he was a helper օգնական էր նրանց 
բայց հետո ավելի վատ է դառնում վիճակը։ Because Jesus says it's to your advantage that I go. Հիսուսը ասում է ձեր օգուտին է որ ես թողնում եմ ձեզ գնում։ Because if I don't go, քանի որ եթե ես չգնամ թողնեմ ձեզ, this helper will not come. Մխիթարիչը այս օգնականը չի գալու։ Now they couldn't understand. Նրանք չեն հասկանում այս ամենը։ Because they could see Jesus with their eyes. Քանի որ Հիսուսը նրանց համար տեսանելի էր։ He was with them. Իրանց հետ էր միասին։ They lived together, they together. միասին, հացեն ուտում իրար հետ։ Why does he want to go? Ինչու է Հիսուսը ուզում թողնելու գնալ։ Well, there was a problem. Խնդիր կար։ There was a problem that it limited the ministry of Jesus. Մի խնդիր կար, որը սահմանափակում էր Հիսուսի ծառայությունը։ What was the limitation that Jesus had while he was ինքը չեր կարող միայն ժամանակ բոլոր տեղերում գտնվել։ He was just working with these 12 disciples. Ինքը այս պահին օրնակի համար աշխատում էր այդ 12 աշակերտի հետ։ He couldn't work with a lot of people. Չեր կարող միայն ժամանակ բազմաթիվ մարդկանց հետ գործել։ He couldn't be in Jerusalem and London at the same time. Չեր կարող միայն ժամանակ գտնվել Երուսաղեմում եւ Լոնդոնում։ And so Jesus says here, I'm going to send you another Helper, another companion. And this one is ամենասկզբից <speaking in Hebrew> But there's something new happening. The spirit is going to dwell in them. Now as I said they found it difficult to accept this. Because they wanted to see Jesus and know that he was there. But if Jesus goes Եթե Հիսուսը գնար and comes back in the spirit եւ վերադառնար հոգով Then he can live in the in the lives of all the believers. Եթե հոգով է վերադառնում Հիսուսը, ապա այդ դեպքում կարող է ապրել բոլոր հավատացյալների մեջ։ He's no longer limited to one place. Արդեն սահմանափակված չի, որևէ վայրում։ No longer limited to one time. Չի սահմանափակված ժամանակով։ In other words, Jesus had to leave them physically. Հիսուսը պիտի նրանց ֆիզիկապես թողներ in order spiritually to be with them all the time. And that's why in the next verse it says, I will not leave you as orphans, 
I will come to you. Դրամար հաջորդ համարում գրված է որբ չեմ թողնի ձեզ կրկին գգամ ձեզ մոտ And so it's interesting that the absence of Jesus when he ascends was the key of him actually being with all his disciples. No more time or space is going to limit him. And Jesus says wherever two or three get together in my name. Եվ Հիսուսը ասում է, որտեղ որ երկու կամ երեք հոգի իմ անվան մեջ հավաքվեն, I'm going to be with you. Ես ներկայեմ նրանց մեջ։ So he's here now. Հիսուսը ներկայա հիմա։ Amen. Amen. I mean, it's incredible. Հիանալի է։ We can't see him with our eyes. Մենք մեր աչքերով նրան չենք տեսնում։ But Jesus went back to heaven. Բայց Հիսուսը վերադարձավ երկինք։ On the day of Pentecost he returned so to speak. Եվ Պենտեկոստի օրը նա վերադարձավ երկիր in order to dwell in the lives of all these people. Որպեսի բնակվի այս բոլոր հավաքված հավատացյալների մեջ։ And why has he come back to be in us? Ինչու է Հիսուսը վերադարձել որ մեր մեջ բնակվի։ In order to be able to continue the work that he began to do. Որպեսի ինքը կարողանա շարունակել այն գործը որ ինքը սկսեց։ In fact when Luke is writing the acts of the apostles Երբ Հուկասը գրում է Արաքյանների գործերի նամակը Which of course was the second book Դա հարկեր երկրորդ գիրքներ որը ինքը գրեց He says in the first book Ասում առաջին գրքում I wrote, I wrote about all the things that Jesus began to do and teach Ես գրեցի այն ամենը որը Հիսուսը սկսեց անել եւ դասավանդել So it means then that the acts of the apostles is a continuation of the work of Jesus I think an Arakaneri gortseri tukhta da Hisusi gortsuneyutsan sharunakutyunne Even though he's not here Nunisk ait depkom yerpinka fizikapes nerka che But of course he is here By a spirit is in these disciples. And so the acts of the apostles records to us all that Jesus did. Through his disciples. And it's the same today. Sometimes in meetings we ask people to turn to Acts chapter 29. Christ working through his church. So therefore why did the Holy Spirit come what's his work? Three reasons. Two of them are mentioned now. The first one is to make the presence of Jesus real in our lives. It's by the Holy Spirit that Jesus today is present with his people. I don't know if this illustration helps or not. But it's very interesting to compare the work of the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament with that of the New Testament. And the illustration I can, I'm going to use is a bit like uh, somebody sailing on the sea. 
Look and find out which direction the wind's coming. And uh, there's all kinds of things you're supposed to do to change the direction of the sails. In order to get maximum speed from the wind. And sometimes if you see it on television, these sailing races, sometimes they can go very fast. But it's not easy. Some of them seem to be hanging off the edge of the boat. And that is a bit like the work of the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament. It's like the wind that came on certain people at certain times. But let's take somebody that tries sailing and after a while he says, look, I'm tired of this. It's just too much trouble. And he goes and he buys a boat. But he buys a motor boat. It's got the motor inside. And he just starts the motor. And off he goes. He doesn't look to see where the wind's coming from. Maybe there's no wind. But the power is in the boat itself. And you can see the difference with the work of the Holy Spirit in the New Testament. Because in the Old Testament, not only did the Spirit only come on a few people, but sometimes he would leave them. Like King Saul. Or Samson, for example. But in the New Testament, we talk about the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. Wanted to give us the power to be able to do God's work. And that's what these disciples needed. And of course it's what we need. And that's the second reason why the Holy Spirit came. Was, was to give us power. But power for what? As Jesus says in chapter 1, the power is coming that you're going to be my witnesses. And this will reach to the end of the world. There's a story told, although it's only a story, uh, when Jesus went back to heaven, the angels were there to greet him. And they congratulate Jesus for the work that's been done. Uh, Salvation is now ready. It's all complete. And so they ask Jesus, this is not in the Bible, by the way, this is just a story. But they ask Jesus, what 
հիսուսին հարցնում են հրեշտակները հիսուս ինչ ծրագիր ունես որպեսի մարդիկ տեղյակին են թե դու ինչ ես արել նրանց համար and jesus says well i've left um, 12 men down there and they're going to carry on with it եւ հիսուսը պատասխանում է հրեշտակներին ասելով որ ես թողել եմ 12 մարդ երկրի վրա որը իմ պատկամը կտարած են and in this story all these angels they start laughing եւ հրեշտակները սկսում են ծիծաղալ ուղակին they say you mean those 12 men որ <laughs> that he told them to wait. Եվ հենց դրա համար ինքը խնդրեց, որ նրանք սпасեն, in order that they might be changed. որպեսի նրանք փոխվեն. And that's why they needed the power of God's spirit. դրա համար կարիք ունեին աստծո սուրբ հոգու զորությանը. And Peter who yes had denied him three times. Այո, Պետրոսը ուրացել էր, մատնել էր Հիսուսին երեկ անգամ. Becomes the spokesman of these disciples. Դառնում է այդ բոլոր աշակերտների խոսնակը and leads the disciples out with that power to witness եւ առաջ նորթում է բոլոր աշակերտներին վկա լինելու and even when the opposition came եւ թեկուզ հակառորդները մոտեցան not to say oh well that's it let's finish now we're not going to do any more աշակերտները չհիաստապեցին but to realize that god would again help them and strengthen them in the light of the opposition they better keep going i'll ha i'll havatum ei vor astvats թեկուզ կային մարդիկ որոնք դեմ էին նրանց Աստված նրանց կզորացնել եւ թույլ կտար որ առաջ գնան։ So praise God. The meaning of today, ուրեմն փարկ աստծո այս օրվա խորթի համար։ This is the promise of the Father. Հոր խոստումն է։ The time of the Holy Spirit. Զուրբ հոգու ժամանակաշրջանը։ And of course secondly, what else is it? Salvation is here. Նաեւ ինչ է բերում մեզ Պենտեկոստը, որ փրկությունը ապահովված է։ It's the time of salvation. Սա փրկության ժամանակաշրջանն է։ Not just the time of the Holy Spirit. Ոչ միայն սուրբ հոգու ժամանակաշրջանը, այլ նաեւ փրկության ժամանակաշրջանը։ So when Peter starts speaking, երբ Պետրոսը սկսում է խոսել, he says everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Ասում է, որևէ մարդ, որ կանչի աստծո տիրոջ անունը կփրկվի։ Of course he's actually quoting from the Old Testament. In da mech berum e vor inkhe nshum e hin katakranets. But he says this is the time of salvation. Bats asum e hima e phrkutsan jamonakashrjana. People can come back to God. Martik karogen veradarnal astson. We can know him. Men karogen knoris nran chananchel. And of course as Peter was speaking many of them were convicted. Yev yerp Hisus yerp Petros khosmer shatere 
They realize what they had done. And so eventually they say to Peter, what should we do? And he tells them that they are to repent. Be baptized, in other words, to believe in the gospel. And he says you're going to receive two blessings. Forgiveness of sins and the promise of the Holy Spirit. That's the meaning of salvation. <laughs> God forgives our sins. And of course that's on the basis of the blood of Christ shed on the cross. And then he makes us alive. By putting his spirit in us. And so there's two wonderful gifts. Forgiveness and the gift of the Holy Spirit. And that's what motivated Peter and all these other disciples and later on Paul, Barnabas and so on to preach this good news. And they used to go and argue with people. They went to reason with them. To convince them. That this is the truth. You need to believe. You need to find salvation. And that wonderful verse, uh, uh, Acts 4 verse 12, there is salvation in no one else. Now, now I know there are many people in this country that will be upset with this. They don't like us saying that there's no other way. They say we need to be tolerant. And respect everybody. And not say that this is the only way. Well, yes, that's true. We do need tolerance. We need to respect one another. But not to compromise with the truth. And Peter, with good reason, says there is salvation in no one else. There's no other name given unto heaven by which we can be saved. And so that's, that's the time we're now living from Pentecost onwards. The time of salvation. But thirdly, there's something else that's here. Yes, the Holy Spirit. Salvation. Thirdly, the church is here. This is the time of the church. And so officially on this great day, the church is started, inaugurated. In chapter 1, there are 120 people. By the end of chapter 2, there are 3,000. But it's very important to see something here. Because it was not just enough for these people to become Christians. They had to realize that yes, each person needs to be saved. But as we are saved, God puts us into the church. 
աստված մեզ հաստատում է եկեղեցու մեջ you see take these 3000 it wasn't as though okay now they become christians այդպես չէր որ նրանք հավատացյալ են դառնում քրիստոնյան կոչվում and they been baptized մկրտվում են it wasn't a case of saying well thank you very much we're now saved այդպես չէր որ ասում էին աշակերտները լավ դուք հիմա փրկվածեք շնորհակալություն goodbye հաճողություն ձեզ and god willing we will see you in heaven աստված ձեզ հետ երկնքում կհանդիպենք եւս մեկ անգամ no it wasn't like that ոչ այդպես չէր and there's a big difference between the way that we become christians and the way that maybe people join other beliefs or systems շատ մեծ տարբերություն կա այն մարդը որ քրիստոնյան է դառնում համեմատած այն մարդը որ այլ կրոններին է նվիրվում in many other religions or systems around the world այլ կրոններում եւ կրոնական 